back to the Designer Soup Studio podcast. I'm here joined with Brian Abdallah. Hello. He is known as Social Builder. If a lot of you guys don't know who he is, you can check him out on Instagram at Social Builder. Thank you. Yeah, you want to spell that out? S-O-S-H-E-L-B-U-I-L-D-E-R. That's Social Builder. Brian with a Y. Nice. And if you hear a little noise in the background, that is the ASMR of our fish tank. So we got some new fishes and they're awesome. But yeah, we can't turn the filter off because I don't want to disrupt their ecosystem. (laughs) All right. So today I want to start off with the title because I haven't completed a podcast since when? When was the last podcast? I feel like it's been forever been a while it's been a really long time so um since the last time we have done a podcast i i don't really like doing podcasts without it like really igniting like there's a there's something that i get caught in thought of and i always talk to brian about it before i do a podcast and so i will have a very serious conversation with brian and he just wants to do everything and escape the conversation because i get way too intense so we were speaking the other day and so this is why brian is always pulled into these podcasts because he's kind of like my sounding board. But um, we were talking about this subject matter and it got a little dicey and I thought it was interesting, but I'm like, you want to know what? This has to be a podcast topic Um, because I feel like we should talk about the thoughts that truly enter into our mind and not be scared to talk about them, even if they are a little bit biased or you know, go against the grain or someone's not going to agree with it, basically. So that being said, today's topic is designing and conformity in a virtual life. And I even edited my title and I put in a heavily virtual life and virtual. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. So um, my commentary on it was, are we designing or are we trending? And there's a little bit more that I want to kind of put into that. So like what's more important? And the more I started thinking about what we spoke about yesterday, and we'll get into that conversation very soon, but I wrote out this title because Brian's like, you want to have some points, right? Every time I don't have points, I'm kind of all over the place. So this is a linear regression diagram of my thought. So for those that have taken statistics. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) L-R-D-O-T. P value, <laughs> no, and no, like no hypothesis. So basically, what I had done was it took me all like writing all these notes took me back to stats class. So, did you take a statistics class in college? Yeah, I did. I think I failed it. You did. Did you have to create a linear regression diagram and find the p value yeah. of like two different um, hypotheses? I don't remember. It sounds familiar. Yeah, so the final project for stats class, other than the exams, like we had one main project, and it was to create a linear regression diagram. You took stats in college? Yeah. You did? I I have a business minor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You had to take it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I was going to go for business, and then I switched to being a nurse, (laughs) and then I switched, I had to combine them. Health administration, yeah. I know, yeah. You have a health administration major business minor and a business minor which yeah. crazily enough kind of helps you with your current role right now as yeah. a designer which is kind of cool and yeah you want to know what it actually has helped me in design thinking yeah. so basically 
Oh, we got a little interruption. Oh, is that me? That's you. <laughs> I should have turned it off. Pause. It's okay. Pause. Okay, so we are talking about statistics. And um, we had a, a project to do, and it was a linear regression diagram. And I chose my two values, uh, or my two hypotheses were, um, or data to correlate against each other. I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but were um, Bulls players and their points per game versus um, trades, like the trades on their team. And if they had a significant cor correlation, like if a, like the more trades the Bulls had, did their points go higher oh, dude, or lower? I remember this. Yeah. Yeah, because I sat down and talked to you about this. Yeah, and it was like a really poor, really freaking low p-value like no correlation almost whatsoever yeah. and it so it wasn't very exciting from your data right yeah from my data Which dated back what 25 years or something like it that. had to be yeah that's right yeah. yeah yeah you had to have at least 25 years of data and so that was the hard part was harvesting all of this information and it, that's what ticked me off because i spent all semester gathering the data for just one number <laughs> It was like one number. It was like pages and pages but, and pages of data. But your data, you would think that good trades equaled success. See, that's what I thought too. And I was just but like. I think you took the number from just trades overall maybe. It, it must have been. Well, for the year, I oh, think. Oh, for the year. Yeah, for the year, 25 years. Yeah, so for basically. The, every year? Yeah, every year for 25 years. Yeah, I guess. So it really didn't have like a very, I don't remember what the p-value was. I think I still have like the document. I keep all of my stuff. I'm a hoarder from school. So I probably still have my actual report. But um, yeah, so what I was thinking of is like, dang, when you are in school, school is a system of learning and you're trying to develop your mind and you're learning how to conduct something in a statistical manner. You know how to think linearly and you're actually taught a lot to think linearly until I went to design school and I was taught to think a little less linearly. I'm getting to the point. I can already see that you're antsy. But the point is, like, I knew how to conduct the linear study. I just didn't have really good hypothesis factors. You know, my hypothesis wasn't like, it wasn't life or death, you know, like it wasn't like, sometimes who cares like in all aspects like what is that what does that p-value even matter you know like who like i know people care about sports statistics but like in the grand scheme of things like why did i spend all that time calculating that stupid number it didn't mean anything to me and so what i'm getting to is like right now i have all these hypotheses in my head that we spoke about in that conversation about design and conformity and I'm like, isn't this the best hypothesis to do? Like, what if I just completely <laughs> did a linear regression diagram and found the p-value? I'm like, how do I do this? And so um, what we had spoke about the other day was how everyone is kind of conforming to look the same. Brian like got stuck on and he's just like, not everyone wants to look the same. Like not everyone wants to look the same. I'm like, well, Instagram, begs to differ like when i pull up my instagram everyone seems to look the same and actually like there's a coined phrase called instagram face and there's even filters that make you look like it and plastic surgery and all this stuff 
And so this is the part where my, my bones are starting kind of talking about because it's a touchy subject, right? So I, the more I was thinking about this, I'm just like, why do people all want to look a certain way? And I'm like, why do people kind of follow trends in the same way? Like your appearance shouldn't be a trend, but it kind of it kind of is nowadays. I'm like, how is this translating to like the interior? And so that like springboarded into a ton of stuff. And I've broken it down in like four different um, words. And I have the definitions of each word. So I want to discuss design, what it is like as a verb and just like the definition so we can springboard off these things. So Design, conformity, being conventional or conventionality, and virtual. So, and I have like the antonyms for each of these two. So first off, design. When you think about design, it's a plan or specification for the construction of an object or system or the implementation of an activity or process for the result of that plan or specification in the form of a prototype, product, or process. The verb to design expresses the process of developing a design so basically some of the things that i highlighted were object system process product expresses and developing so like when you think of designing like we we always want to be designing we always want to have like this this originality we want to have like this um uniqueness right so like we want to design us as humans like we're all you know innately great at doing something at designing something because designing you know that was just generally stated as a definition right you can apply that to a bunch of different um, categories so I was like okay so that's design so what are like some antonyms for design so disorganization to break, destroy, to de- confuse, to abandon, and to fail. These are antonyms. So the opposite. opposite. So basically, like when I say, are we designing or are we trending? Like if we're not designing, then what are we doing? We're disorganized, we're failing, we're confusing, we're destroying, we're breaking. But this is crazy those are all things that you do when you're designing as well like you're breaking things exactly and that's why i have process highlighted and so like you are developing your mind while you're designing so if you're if you're just being and you're not designing and you're like frozen in time and you're just accepting things that come into your life and you're just like oh yeah i'll wear that sweater or oh yeah i'll do this Oh, oh yeah, I'll do that. And you're kind of just going through life and you're not developing your brain. It's almost like um, memorizing for a test. Like, what does that really do to your brain? Like, are you going to remember that information like four years from now? And then also like cheating on a test. Like, you aren't going to remember that information whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) So like when you cheat design or when you memorize design or try to implement design, unoriginally or non-organically or you know not with your heart is what I'm trying to say like are you really designing or is is it really impacting and like design is a huge thing I mean look at look at the antonyms failure abandonment like those, that's some heavy stuff right and then I see like systems right like that's a huge thing like we design systems in so many different ways like 
from all corners of of the world like there's tons of different infrastructure infrastructures and who's designing those things people are so my main thing here is like if we're all conforming how are we developing our minds to be unique and like what does design look like in the future and like is it cool to be trending or is it cool to be designing and like what do you need to do either of those things so what do you what do you need to design you need to basically you know plan out a specification for construction form a prototype express develop and this is all skills that you have to do like with yourself or collaborating with others right like collaborating not copying so what do you need to do to trend so like um you use the same sound like a popular sound use that sound so you can trend too use these hashtags so you can trend too you know like oh do this dance so you can trend too and then all of a sudden everyone's doing the same thing blow up and it's it's like why yeah like why why do you want to be seen like you know i almost don't even like just me personally i i kind of want to know like who i'm around and who i like who i'm who's following me and like the community around me because there's a lot of noise out there you know like i i don't want a bajillion people clawing at me and and grabbing you know you and, and and all that sense you know what i mean like different and and you know trends are cool if you can like do it your way you know like if it comes from the heart you know yeah I think trends are exciting because they form this facade of unity and like commonality between people. And I, I know that people love to um, share things in common or connect, you know, that's human nature. But the thing is, is when we stop using our minds and we start um, just doing something, and this is kind of trailing into the conformity um, I want to define conformity really quick before I move forward. So conformity is the act of matching attitudes. Like, oh, this is trending. That's cool. I want to trend. I want to be cool. Let me do that. So is the act of matching attitudes, um, beliefs, and behaviors to group norms, politics, or being like-minded. Um, so like being the same in mind as other people shared by a group of individuals. Wait, so norms are implicit specific rules shared by a group of individuals that guide their interaction with others. So it's kind of telling you like low key, like following these trends and not thinking with your own mind, it's kind of causing conformity and it's not allowing you like, you don't notice it yet because you think you're like having fun and, but you're not really using your own brain anymore because you're just like set in using this hashtag or using this sound. And like, maybe even get sick of the sound like you're like i hate the sound but it's trending so i'm going to use it anyways and like your heart is totally detached from it at some point and so it's like are we trending or are we designing you know like what do you want to spend your time on yeah i mean a good example like i follow this one dude uh he's uh he, he like makes coffee a lot and he kind of shows like cooking food and he makes a ton of coffee but he doesn't have, like, you would think he would have millions of followers. His content is really sweet, and he takes a lot of time putting into it, but he doesn't. Like, on TikTok, he only had, like, 300,000 followers. And another guy, similar, had, like, 
millions of followers. And so I was like, man, but this guy's doing his own thing. You know what I mean? And the people in his comments are like super supportive. Like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like, how are you not exploding yet? Like, this is amazing work. And he's just staying in his own groove, man. He doesn't really pay it. I don't think that dude pays attention to anything, which is great. Wow. He seems very confident. Yeah. I'll pull it up here. Yeah. But keep going. Yeah. He seems really confident and he seems like he, um, just from what you say, like he doesn't seek approval and you know, that's not the most important thing to him. And he's just being himself and he's very the, secure. The funny is. thing is my phone's off because I turned it off. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Do you need the, my phone? No, no. Oh. The, the funny thing is I don't even think he's a content creator. Like he has a full time job doing something completely different and he just does these things and it's pretty badass. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, let's stick on that because I really think that you giving an example of someone drawing like a bunch of attention and people are wondering why this person has like blown up because how can this person not blow up when they have an original idea they're being themselves they're unique and you know all of this stuff so i'm going to actually get into the antonyms of uh, conformity and the antonyms are disagreement different uh what is this discord and refusal so just to like get that in there um so basically like when you are conforming all the time, like seeing something that's different um, is a little bit of like, sometimes it puts you in a discord. So like maybe the reason why he hadn't blown up yet is because some people look at it and they're like, oh, like that's different. I don't know what he's doing. It's cool. Should I like it? I don't know. I'm like, nah, that's different. Scroll. You know, some, so it's kind of like causing a discord inside of you because you low key, like in your heart have kind of started conforming and only liking things that other people like. And you don't even know because this system of the digital universe is really imprinting on you. So the, it really has, and we can turn it back to design as well here in a second, but like it takes time, right, to do all these things. Like, I could easily pull out my phone and start creating content through my phone, but, like, I want to create content with my camera. And then to get that out of the camera and then put it into, you know, Final Cut to edit, maybe put some music, color grade a little bit. Like, that takes time. Yeah, it is. It does. I'm glad you said that because the biggest system in in the is, like, the universe, right? And in our mind, that's a whole nother system. And neurologically, like psychology dictates a lot of what we're talking about right now, human nature, social acceptance, love, hate, etc. And so one of the biggest factors that I always think about is a term called neuroplasticity. And neuroplasticity is basically where your mind um, when you're constantly looking to learn new things and change your perspective and alter and like bend your thoughts so you can break a perspective to learn something new. Um, this is called, it's a, it's a fancy word for growth. And so like, if you're not caught like bending your mind, then you're not strengthening your, your like neural, your neurosystem. So by having like bending your mind and all that stuff you're developing your neuroplasticity and i say developing because like this is something you do when you design like design thinking leads you to do research it, it leads you to learn further and so your neuro like your neuroplastic part of you is like developing so it's like 
breaking and then putting like itself together. Yeah, muscle memory. Breaking, putting itself together. Breaking, putting itself growing. together. Yeah, and that hurts. It's like growing pains. <laughs> and so it's like, do we, the reason why people conform is because they don't want to go through growing pains. And so like, it's almost like, People are getting thrown tomatoes and someone's standing behind someone that's bigger than them so they don't get tomatoes thrown at them. You know, it's kind of like, oh, everyone get behind this person because yeah. form a line, like we're going to just follow this person because they're getting hit with the tomatoes and we're just going to go behind them. <laughs> we don't know what it looks like, you know, to get hit by a tomato, but, you know, this guy does. Yeah, I guess it's a little more challenging and yeah. especially through design, which I think you're going to get back to. Mm -hmm. Um very similar because yeah. you want to be unique and different in your own way. Not that you're like trying your best to be unique, but the things that you come up with is just a little different because your surroundings are different. You you put yourself in a different surround surround of, of I don't know what you call this. Like there's your art around. Yeah, your mm -hmm. environment, um, magazines that you have, uh, your network of people allow you to get the state of mind like a different thinking a different way of creativity and that's just how you you put it out and for others that's tough like a lot of people have self-talk as well oh i'm not creative it's like dude everyone's creative right oh i'm not good at this but you can be yeah you know like the world you build inside your mind also affects the world you d you are building on the outside you know, so if you trust yourself and you believe in yourself and you don't conform to a thought that you don't agree with or, you know, you're like, no, that's just not me. You know, um, your inside, like your mental build is what strengthens you to have a powerful physical build in the outside. Yeah. And it's not to say to like block everyone off. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like, how, can you collaborate with people that are like-minded, like you? And again, like breaking that mu like fiber, putting it together with new things, breaking it again, growing, yeah, and it never ends. Um, but like, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So the la uh, the third is conventional, and I think this is great because we're talking about environment. So a convention is a set of agreed, stipulated, or generally accepted standards, norms, social norms, or criteria, often taking the form of a custom. Um, in a social context, a convention may retain the character of an unwritten law or a custom. Um, the antonyms for it are unique, rare, irregular, strange, um, or original. And, you know, you you were talking about, like, being original and, you know, having original thought and how doing that, it's so coveted. Like, people want to do that. But, like, everything sometimes gets to be so conventional because I do believe people get a little bit um, scared because they don't know themselves and like I said about knowing yourself, like inside your mind, it, if you have a strong build in your mind, it affects how you build outside. So like if you're self-conscious or if you um, aren't very confident or you are having negative self-thought, like the way you construct your outside could just default to convention. Like you could be like, you know what? I don't really feel safe. I feel a little bit safe in my head, but like outside it's not really working. It's not connecting. Like my mental is not connecting with my physical and like that's huge with design. And that's why I think design is a little bit lagging 
because we are not really paying attention to people anymore. We're kind of just going into convention and like, what is everyone else doing? What does everyone else look like? What is everyone? Why does everyone's house have to look the same? Why do we love trends so much? It's safe. It's safe. And we just kind of want to feel a little bit safe. But is it constructive? Like, what's that going to do for the future? You know, and that breaking that you say with your the neuroplasticity and muscle memory, like going through growing pains is like what you have to do to design well. And like Virgil Abloh, rest in peace, like one of the uh, quotes that I had seen that he had written was, life is a bunch of waves and you can surf or you can drown. You pick, you know what I mean? And so like, man, I really thought about that and I just felt my whole entire surroundings becoming waves. And I'm like, man, that's scary. <laughs> like, I just thinking of myself stranded in the, in the middle of the ocean, like with the huge waves that you see in the ocean, like, oh my gosh, like, would I decide to pick up the surfboard that I have and surf those waves? Or would I just scream and like panic and freak out and just give up? You know, it's kind of like with design thinking, it's hard. Everyone thinks it's easy, but it's not. And, you know, if everyone were able to do it, then why doesn't everyone do it? And I really think it's because we've lost track of who we are as people. And this is, of course, this is my podcast. I'm extremely biased. So <laughs> this is what you're getting when when you're here. These are my thoughts. Um, I think we've kind of lost track of who we are. And I kind of see it on YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch a lot of um, people's perspective videos when it comes to um, kind of what's going on virtually. And that's kind of going to seg me, segue me into the definition of virtual. Um they're like, yeah, I think these fashion pages that review like, you know, the Met Gala or whatever um, Hollywood event had just happened, they review like their fashion. Um, a lot of it's like actual fashion students or people that are just interested in fashion. And they're like, yeah, I think like we're just giving up on trends, like trend, like the trendy thing to do is give up on trends. Like, don't don't do that. Gu- don't do that, guys, anymore. Like, and this is Gen Z talking like, stop doing that. We're not doing trends. The trendy thing to do is not do trends. And so I'm like that is so interesting. You know what I mean? That, I think that's interesting. So segueing into virtual, um, the definition of virtual, it's cut in two. So virtual is a very, cl- is very close to being something without actually being it. Very close to being something without actually being it. And then number two is existing or occurring on computers or on the internet. And so like, very close to being something without actually being it that just like makes my mind explode because it's like the experience you feel the experience but you didn't really get the experience you know and so how do our minds look after we think that we've experienced something we think we've attained something but really if like all social media died like who would you be as a person would you love yourself? Like, would you love your surroundings, like things that you've built, stuff like that? And so I think like, let me just read the title one more time. So design and conformity in a heavily virtual life. Are we designing or are we trending? And what's more important? So I'm going to segue it all the way back to us talking about statistics. So if I had to create another statistical 
correlation diagram. I would choose to concentrate on these as the hypotheses. So I basically would want to compare um, designing elements of originality and design thinking to trending or, or what, what it takes to trend. And like, there's so many different like variables in there. And I wonder if like conformity and originality, you know, kind of like, do you have to be, do you have to conform in order to trend or do you have to be original in order to trend? And then for design, do you have to be, do you have to conform to design or do you have to be original to design? You know, and what's more important? Like, what is the, what is the p-value is, p-value is um, probability value. And it ends up being a percentage. And the closer you are to 100% is the closer the, the probability is of your value um, matching the null hypothesis, I believe. That's my quick research and from what I remember on um, stats. So I had to get this out of my mind. Thank you, Brian, for sitting down and talking with me. Um, <laughs> just listen. You, you, I, I, you know, when we started this, I'm just like, I'm pretty sure Brian will have a limited talk time because I wanted to get these points across. And I also was just like, I don't know if Brian is interested in these things. Like, not 100%, but like, I'm glad that you're here to listen and kind of to banter with me in your way. So... <laughs> anything for you <laughs> so yeah i i just really want to kind of get my thoughts out on a, a public level because it's really important for me to um share things in my brain so i can help to maybe ignite like an inspiration or maybe someone else is thinking about this and they just you know hadn't heard anyone say it before or were too afraid to say it themselves um but i want really want to press like design thinking and idea bending so anyways guys i really hope that you like this podcast if you did please be sure to subscribe, share it with one of your friends or um, your stats professor. <laughs> and um, yeah, so basically, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. 